Epic Universe is coming to Orlando in 2025. We know a little bit more information about it, so let's talk about what we do know, what the rumours are, and let's make some predictions about what's coming to Epic Universe in 2025. My name's Martin, and I'm one of the uh, Orlando gurus here at Orlando Insider. So before we get into all the information all about Epic Universe, let's do a little bit of background about Universal Orlando. So the Universal Orlando, what they're going to be calling the North Campus, that is located where obviously Universal Islands of Adventure, Universal Studios Florida, City Walk, and all the hotels are located. Now, where is Epic Universe going to be? Now, there is zero amount of space close by. If you have ever looked on Google Maps or anything like that, you will see how close Universal is to everything. On the old Julian Dragons ride and from Rip Ride uh, Rocket, um, you can actually see schools that are literally on the border <laughs> of Universal uh, and houses and things like that. So there isn't zero space to build a third theme park. The South Campus is where Epic Universe is going to be. And this is near the convention center. So you're thinking that's quite a distance away. Now, what the Orlando local government have done is on the uh, interstate and the road coming through on Kirkman, they're actually building a, a lane just for universal traffic. So this is just for Universal's bus system. Uh, and this is going to make getting in between the parks actually really easy. It's going to take about sort of 15 maybe 20 minutes on a bad day but around 15 kind of minutes which is pretty much the same time as it's going to take you to go from disney's animal kingdom up to magic kingdom so realistically it is no different it's just that there is a lot more in the way that isn't kind of universal it is going to be uh, a shuttle bus that's going to take you down there you can drive down if you really want to but it's not really any point to get down there will be super easy uh, if you're staying at a universal hotel then that is really easy. They're going to have dedicated shuttle buses that are only going to go down to Epic Universe. If you're already up at one of the other theme parks, you'll be able to get on a shuttle bus from there down to uh, Epic Universe, for either from City Walk more than likely, or to be honest, probably just as easy to get on um, one of the um, the buses from one of the hotels, depending on sort of time of the day and that kind of stuff. But it is going to be easy enough to get down to epic universe the other thing is that probably you won't be park hopping from um epic universe uh into the other parts because there's gonna be so much to do and vice versa so let's get into the details so epic universe is going to have three hotels and also the epic universe theme park it is going to be huge when you look at the pictures when you zoom out on one of the ones that sort of bio reconstructs have been doing recently it is massive. It's going to be a huge project. So let's talk a little bit about the different lands, what they're going to call worlds, uh, at uh, Epic Universe. So the first one you're going to come into is Celestial Park. Then off to the left-hand side, you've got Super Nintendo World. Dark Universe is where all the uh, monsters and things are going to live. And then you've got the Wisdom World of Harry Potter, Ministry of Magic. And then How to Train Your Dragon, Isle of Burke. See, they do love a long name at Universal for, for their names and their things. If you look at it from when you come in from the entrance into Celestial Park, that's going to be a long strip right up the middle. At the end of that is going to be one of the hotels that Helios 
uh, hotel. And uh, this is going to be the premium hotel there. There are also two other hotels as well. They're kind of more value, moderate kind of hotels. Whereas this one is going to have rooms that look over Celestial Park uh, itself. It's also rumoured, hasn't been confirmed, lots of rumours uh, flying around that there will be a projection mapping show using the uh, hotel as its backdrop. So let's start off by going to Celestial Park. Now, Universal recently dropped a lot of information about um, Epic Universe. And what it's going to do is going to be drip feeding. So they started off by giving us some information about Celestial Park. And then they're going to be dripping some more information about the other worlds uh, as time goes on to build up that excitement. So we have a little bit of information about the other worlds, but most information we've been given that's official is for Celestial Park. So Celestial Park is the entranceway into uh, Epic Universe, and it looks amazing and beautiful. It's a steampunk-inspired kind of theme to it. Uh, but apparently... Uh, I've been told that according to uh, people at Universal Creative uh, that they weren't allowed to have any gears. They didn't want this to look like a steampunk version of the future. They wanted it to kind of be in its own kind of world. If you have a look at some of the pictures, it is a steampunk themed, but they don't have any gears. Um, that was one of the rules that they came up with. So let's have a little talk about what you're going to be able to do in Celestial Parks. So Celestial Park is the hub of the park it runs across the entire middle of it and the other lands will come off and you'll go through different portals to get into the different uh, lands couple of reasons for this one they want you to walk in so you you've got an, an entirely new experience so you can't see for example when you're in the harry potter section you then can't see into the other section because you've got to go into these via these portals also, what we're thinking and the rumours that we're hearing is that um, there might be times where only three of those um, lands are open as long as Celestial Park uh, because they might hire out in the evening, they might hire out Super Nintendo World. So it's much easier to split them up that you have to go through different portals. Uh, there might also be for convention centre uh, guests. Uh, they might also do things like looking at hiring out just one land or something like that or you can get a ticket will just get you into celestial park and one attraction it's a different way of running a theme park we have no price information about tickets or anything like that tickets for uh universal uh, are already on sale these are the three parks for the price of two parks so that's the original two parks and also volcano bay but there is no mention on pricing to do with epic universe we have kind of theories and rumors but nothing official yet so what is Celestial Park? As I said, it is the middle section runs all the way from the entrance right the way to the back. So if you're crossing over, this is where you're going to be crossing over in between. But it does have some attractions. So the first one is the Constellation Carousel. And this is a really unique version of a carousel. It's not the kind of old-fashioned one that you get in Disney. It's a unique carousel concept that goes beyond the usual merry-ground it has individual rotating animals inspired by the constellations obviously that whirl around and lift you up to six feet in the air so it's a completely different way of doing a carousel it looks absolutely stunning and i can't wait to go on it but also just to kind of sit in some of like one of the uh, the bars or the restaurants close by uh, and just sort of sit and people watch basically 
Next, they have the, and I'm probably going to mispronounce this, Astronomica. There we go, I could, could say it. And this is a dancing fountain play area for kids. Basically, it's a splash zone. If you've been to the one in SeaWorld, the kids absolutely love it. They basically go in and get absolutely drenched and soak it. We've also got one in Epcot as well. And it's going to be like a supersized kind of version of that. So it's a great way of kids, I don't know, I suppose, cooling off. The big attraction that's going to be in Celestial Park is going to be Star 4 Races. It's a dual launch uh, roller coaster. It's going to get up to about 130 foot up in the air. Uh, it's going to have about 5,000 feet of track, which is nearly a mile, I think. And the speeds have got up to 62 miles per hour. One of the really cool things uh, is that in the uh, darkness, so at night, it won't have any lights on the track. It will be in completely dark and the cars will have lights on them to make them look like comets streaking across the sky. So it's going to look absolutely stunning because you're not really going to be able to see the track because the colour it's painted, but you're just going to see the trains, the carts going by with this amazing light show on it. Now, there is a hidden Easter egg that's going to be in it. Um, and it refers back to an old universal uh, attraction and film. Uh, and the, the Easter egg, the clue they've given us is this is going to be outer time. So back to the future. So there's going to be some kind of back to the future little Easter egg uh, apparently on the train. So I'm thinking a flux capacitor, maybe somewhere on the uh, uh, on the train. So we need to keep a lookout for that. Celestial Park is also going to be home to a number of restaurants as well. Um, so the first one is the Atlantic, and this is a full-service restaurant featuring seafood and steak in a fine dining atmosphere. And what we've been told about this one is that um, it will have um, these mechanical fish above your head. So it's going to be like that you're you're in the aquarium and then the fish kind of are, uh, above you could be the mechanical fish it's gonna be quite an interesting one to see what that's all about prepare yourself for another long name the blue dragon pan asian restaurant uh the clue is all in the name it's uh, pan asian food so it is great because a lot of theme park food tends to be you know burger pizza fries that kind of stuff we will get onto that but um it is nice to have a little bit of asian food uh, in the parks as well. And it's going to have neon dragons and illuminated lanterns. Um, so you're going to get a really authentic uh, and spectacular Asian uh, cuisine uh, in the park as well. Lastly is Pizza Moon. And it wasn't officially confirmed on the recent announcement, but we know uh, because basically Universal have to copyright a lot of these names that it's going to be there and also the the permits for the building and things like that you can see it on the virtual flyover uh, of celestial park and it's going to be a quick service pizza location so originally from what we kind of uh, heard the original plan was to have a few more shops uh, in celestial park but the main one it's going to have it's going to have a nintendo uh, superstore i suppose the reason for this is going to be that because nintendo world is probably going to be the busiest part of the uh, of the park what they want to do is, if it's the same as in uh, Hollywood, you might need to get a time to get in there. And I think probably for the first maybe six months, a year, you're going to need to get a virtual return time to have your, to get into the land. 
and then you might also be capped at how long you can stay in there for and if that's the case um they still want you to be able to come buy merchandise from nintendo even when you're not in the land so they are having a nintendo um superstore uh, in celestial park and of course you're also going to have the uh, universal hideous grand hotel and that is located at the other end uh, to the entrance and this has got about 500 rooms so it's about the size of the disneyland hotel over in disneyland paris and again also like disneyland uh, hotel in disneyland paris it has rooms that are facing into the park now it has a lot more rooms than the disneyland hotel uh and also forget what we've heard is that they will be doing um projection shows onto it because there is a magnificent set of fountains and lagoon that is in celestial park which would make a great place to have fireworks for example projection shows fountain shows maybe drones as well uh might be sort of come into universal so plenty to get excited about um just in celestial park let's move on to super nintendo world now I don't really know much about about Nintendo. I have played Mario when I was younger, but I don't really kind of like remember it that much. And I don't really know sort of the ins and outs of everything. But this is the one that I know people are going to be super excited about. Back in 2015, Universal and Nintendo uh, decided to partner up. Uh, and this has resulted in uh, Universal Japan opening up a Nintendo World. Uh, and also Universal in Hollywood have a Nintendo World uh, as well. Plus also you had the Super Mario Brothers film that came out last year as well. It was Actually, I think it was the second highest grosser movie uh, of the year. So it'd be interesting to see if Mario in the Land is the same voice, Chris Pratt, uh, in the film. Or if it's the one from the game. So we don't know yet. I assume it's going to be the same as the one in Universal Hollywood. So um, the the rides that we have uh, uh, are going to be Mario Kart Bowser's Challenge, which is a driving simulation based on the popular game. Um, this is the one that um, is going to uh, be the pretty much exactly the same as the one in Hollywood and Japan is where you wear augmented uh, goggles uh, and then you are on a cart. You know, you're going particularly fast. But things will sort of like, you know, other car, other drivers will come out of you and that kind of stuff. So it's uh, more visual than necessary than it is anything else. Yoshi's Adventure is a family-friendly dark ride featuring indoor and outdoor elements as well. One of the things that uh, Universal do really well compared to Disney are those ones that you get in the Wisdom World of Harry Potter. Uh, and they're going to be doing something very similar with the power-up bands that you're going to get in Super Nintendo World. So uh, these are Mario-themed wristbands that enable the guests uh, to battle enemies, unlock stamps, and collect coins by tapping them at question mark blocks around the, the land. Yes, you will have to pay for them, but they are super popular uh, in the other parks as well. The other one is it, there's going to be a Donkey Kong country uh, as well, and this is going to have a Donkey Kong uh, minecart uh, roller coaster um and if you've seen some of the pictures online it looks really really cool as the way they're going to do it is that the it looks like you're on the regular track but there'll be sections where you actually jump over and the way they're going to sort of do this is that you're not actually 
connected to the actual track using the wheels below like a traditional roller coaster it's actually an arm that goes underneath it and it will look like it's jumping across where there's no track obviously you are attached to something because <laughs> you wouldn't be able to do it any other way and this looks like a really cool family roller coaster so it's great because um there are going to be some really fast amazing roller coasters uh, but it's great to have something that the whole family can do so basically super nintendo uh world is going to be something that everyone is going to be able to do to get into super nintendo world is where you're going to go through the pipe which is the portal and then this is going to take you into land so it takes you from celestial park into super nintendo world next up let's go to the wisdom world of harry potter the ministry of magic and again you'll enter this through one of the portals um it's gonna be slightly confusing because part of it is set in paris and then part of it is set in the london ministry of magic so the attraction we haven't got any full confirmation but the rumors that we're hearing it's gonna be uh, an arm ride so the it, the kuka arm similar to what forbidden journey is uh, over in islands of adventure where you're on an arm and they can put you into the scenes it's going to be like that that but on steroids basically it's going to be a super version of this uh, we do know that the original actors and i'm blanking the name staunton something staunton british actress and she plays one of the bad guys basically she is coming back uh, uh to film for the attraction so there will be original cast members in it if you've been on Gringotts, um, there are a few original characters, uh, original actors that are on that one. But for example, Hermione uh, and Harry are just a CGI. They're not. They're not actually the original actors. It's not Daniel Radcliffe or Emma Watson. Uh, Emma Watson and Daniel Radcliffe didn't want to come back uh, to do this. Um, and it also is going to be pretty hard to be playing kids when you're quite quite a lot older. There is also going to be a live stage show as well in the Wisdom World uh, uh, as well. So there's going to be a bit of live entertainment. Um, with hearing rumors that there will be a grand hall feast coming, but it won't be when it opens. It will be probably in two or three years after the park opens. Next, let's move on to How to Train Your Dragon, uh, Isle of Burke. Uh, and this is based on the popular DreamWorks movie franchise, see How to Train Your Dragon, and will be the more sort of kid and family friendly kind of area to it. So they, you'll be in a Viking themed village uh, with generally kind of more low intensity rides and outdoor play areas and a, a, and a theater. There's going to be quite a few rides and attractions actually in this. First, let's start off with Untrainable, which is the, uh, it actually won an award. It's a show. Um, that is from Universal Studios in Beijing, and it's obviously based on the How to Train Your Dragons uh, franchise, uh, and they'll be bringing that over stateside, so it'll be the first time that this show is actually performed in the US, and uh, it's coming from Universal Beijing. You're, of course, going to have a meet and greet as well, so uh, the Haddock Paddock uh, is going to be the meet and greet area, so shoot, maybe you'll be able to meet a dragon, who knows? The fire drill um, is going to be, fire as in uh, F-Y-R-E, uh, drill is going to be a, a boat ride. So a family-friendly boat ride, so kind of think sort of Pirates of the Caribbean sort of style. 
You've then got the Dragon Races Rally, and this is what's called a Skyfly. It's a flat ride, and basically you sit down on it, and then it kind of like moves you around in the air. But the big one is going to be Hiccup's Wing Gliders, which is a roller coaster. And if you have a look at some of the pictures, the ones that Bioreco Strokes have been posting, the, uh, it looks absolutely amazing uh, and really, really, really cool. That's the details for how to train your dragon. Next on to Dark Universe, and Dark Universe is based on the Universal Classic Monsters. Um, so these are the ones from, from horror cinema from sort of the 1920s into the 1950s. Um, so these are things like Dracula, Wolfman, Frankenstein, and other iconic uh, characters. Now, the rumors that I'm hearing is that Frankenstein will actually be a good guy. And on the ride, we need to go and battle uh, Dracula and some of the other uh, characters as well. Um, there are going to be quite a lot. I've heard rumors there's going to be a hunchback uh, in it as well. It'll be very interesting because obviously Disney have their own hunchback character as well. But of course, um, anyone can have a hunchback character because it's out of copyright uh, for Hunchback of Notre Dame. The main attraction is going to be Monsters Unchained, uh, which is going to be a dark ride in Frankenstein's uh, manner. Uh, and this is where you're going to come face to face with all of the classic characters and the werewolves and that kind of stuff. So this actually could be quite scary. We're not too sure. Uh, there's also going to be a meet and greet and also performance kind of area as well. Now, we've heard a rumor that they're going to have this really cool bar that is going to be basically a windmill that's on fire. Um, that sounds quite dangerous, but I'm sure it's going to be perfectly safe. It's going to look absolutely amazing, though, this windmill on fire. And then you can sit underneath it and have drinks i mean that just sounds brilliant to me um considering that uh super nintendo world is probably going to be the bit that everyone's going to be going into i'm i think i might go and have a drink underneath a burning windmill that sounds really good there is also going to be a roller coaster as well so the curse of the werewolf roller coaster so uh universal aren't just doing you know one roller coaster uh for their uh for, the, for this new park quite a few roller coasters it's going to be it's going to be a lot of things for thrill seekers and also the family ones as well originally uh universal said that it was slated to open in summer 2025 they've now removed the word summer now read inside what you will some people think that maybe is actually ahead of schedule so that means that maybe it will open in spring or you could look at the other way and go it's going to be a bit later uh, looking at some of the pictures, they are getting through it at lightning speed. So we have no words so far about prices or anything like that. But we do know that the two value hotels, which is the Stella Nova and the Terra Luna hotels, are both on sale right now uh, for arrivals from around January 2025 onwards. It does state the park won't be open at this time, but it's an extension exciting opportunity to go and stay in a brand new hotel and remember you are only 15 minutes away from getting up to the universal theme parks so it's a great way of going to stay in these new hotels checking them out and then also going up to the theme parks uh, as well so it's a bit like staying in the summer uh, in the, that it's off-site uh, well off-site compared to the uh, other uh, theme parks also basically means that they can test out the hotels to make sure that they're all working and things like that also means they can test out the transportation uh 
between the parks as well before they open the actual theme park and the Helios Hotel itself. So um, it's something that we have actually put quite a lot of people because they actually want to go and stay in this brand new hotel. It's not that much more than staying in the summer. Uh, and it's a chance to go and stay in something completely new and unique as well. The Helios Hotel, we don't have any dates or anything like that um, at the moment, but I'd imagine that will open with the park, so they can't put that on sale until they announce a date for the park to actually go on sale itself. Now, you might be thinking, right, I want to go to uh, Epic Universe, but I want to book my 2025 trip to Orlando right now. So many of you have already got in touch and have already booked to go to Orlando in 2025, but of course want to go to Epic Universe if it's open when you go. At the moment, we only have the free parks for the price of two uh, tickets with Universal, but what we have said to everyone is that book now, and then once the tickets are available, uh, we will then let you know how much extra it will be to then change. Likewise, if you want to go and stay at the Terra Luna Hotel, then we can uh, book you into that and then change uh, the tickets a bit later on. A lot of people are staying up at the regular hotels. Now, if you stay in one of the premium hotels, normally you get Universal Express Pass. The rumors we are hearing is that um, Epic Universe won't accept uh, Express Pass um, when it first opens, purely because they just don't know how they're going to be able to cope with the amount of people that's going to be in the park, etc., etc. So um, they might not run the same way that, for example, Velocicoaster didn't have uh, Express Pass when it first opened. It now does. And Hagrid's still doesn't have uh, Express Pass as well. So it's something that they might open without Express Pass, which is why if you were booking into one of Universal's premium hotels where you're going to get the Express Pass, just be aware that even if you do upgrade to include uh, Epic Universe Express Pass might not work there, okay? We also don't know how the tickets are going to work. Uh, so you get 14 days, um, which when you look at the price of how much a US ticket is, uh, sort of paying at the gate, that's the same price. A two-day ticket is about the same price as a 14-day UK ticket. So even if you're going to go for two days, it's the same price you must just do the UK ticket. If you're going to go for three days, it is cheaper. So yes, you're going to get 14 days, but actually all you need to do is go for two days to, to be paying the same and three days to be saving money compared to those gate prices. Uh, once the uh, Epic Universe prices come out, then we'll obviously uh, update you as well. So hopefully you found that really interesting. I'm so excited uh, to go to uh, Epic Universe next year. I'm just waiting to find out the dates and then I'll be booking my trip because I want to get there as soon as possible if that's got you really excited about going to universal uh, please get in touch at orlandoinsider.co.uk that's orlandoinsider all one word .co.uk and one of our amazing team will be surely happy to help you book your trip to orlando either for 2024 or 2025 for now thank you very much for listening and have a magical day